It's the About Mansfield Consumer Advice Series. Hello, thank you for being here today. I'm Steve Casillo, appreciate you being here. And today we're talking with Philip Washington Jr. He is the Chief Investment Officer for Stonehill Wealth Management. He is also of Philip Washington Jr., the host of Wealth Building Made Simple, the podcast. And today we're talking about using emotions in investing. And there's also a little bonus topic at the end, which will help you reduce your cold calling if that's what you do. Well, you guessed it. If it's Friday morning, it is time for another episode of the About Mansfield Consumer Advice Series. I'm Steve Casillo. Appreciate you being here today. And today, as always, on Fridays, we bring in our uh, our guru, our Phil Ossifer of finance or financial Phil Ossifer, and that would be Philip Washington Jr. Say hello to the audience. How's it going, audience? Thanks for having me, Steve. <laughs> and uh, we are still in uh, we're we're in the brand new studio, and uh, you're standing in front of the the green screen, which. Uh, uh, is is very cool. We've only been. Uh, Philip was the first person to record in the studio, and that was last week. We're still working on getting the the soundproofing up and and uh, getting things up on the walls. And it, it in about two weeks, this is going to be a killer studio. But uh, as I mentioned last week, he's no longer over my left shoulder. He is now in front of my left shoulder. I say in front of day. Yeah, let's go with that. I'm not sure what that means, but I, I think it's. I hope it's in front of. I thought I, I thought I remembered that right from Spanish class. Is that? Oh, okay. I was going to say is that Latin, but that's 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 close. <laughs> Today we are talking about emotions, using emotions in investing, and which uh, again, uh, you are the host of the Wealth Building Made Simple podcast. You just recorded that episode using emotions in investing and when when i think of that topic i i think of uh buying and selling at the wrong time because you're using your emotions that oh my gosh my 401k or my stocks are crashing so i need to sell 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 and that's is is that am i come on i'm I'm on the right am i on the right path you, you you are on the right path because that that's that's the way that i i thought of it for most of my career i'll i always thought emotions were like negative for investing sure and i think the reason being is because most of the time when they showed up strongly it it was it was either in the form of fear as what as you mentioned or in the form of greed uh which greed being like short-term thinking i want to make money now i want a lotto ticket right i want to put a little bit of money in and make money this week next week or two months from now and so so you know i was a big advocate of saying you know don't use your emotions in investing which was the wrong or incomplete thought right the complete thought is yes use your emotions in the investments process but use the right emotions in the investment process and the right emotions are optimism positivity uh joy abundance of uh, faith uh, in the future because if you look at if you look at any if you go look at the emotional state of anybody who's financially wealthy and and, and i'm talking about the emotional state when they're in the creativity mode of, of of doing their you know their art of expression whether it be investing or growing a business Right, they're they're in love with the process. Right, right. I, I don't think you met you're going to meet somebody who's wealthy who is not in love with the process of what they're doing to build wealth. So, 
you mentioned a uh, um, an example on on your podcast about Mother Nature and how life flows, and um, maybe you can expand on that or or tell the audience about how uh, uh, that that uh, analogy. Yeah, so so I think I like to think of ourselves as like you know receivers for uh, for for different you know life life giving or life taking away emotions. So if if we were Mother Nature, you know, Mother Nature is what f- forms all the life right in the universe and definitely on on Earth from from what we from what we know. And so uh, Mother Nature can choose can choose to accept life expressions and that and that looks like like life right people plants uh, you have like but you also have like rainforest with lots of life sure. and then you also have deserts right you have beautiful weather and you have destructive hurricanes and thunderstorms and those are the emotions or expressions of mother earth uh where, where mother earth is accepting you know life-giving emotions mm-hmm. or rejecting life-giving emotions and that affects life on the planet right so i so we're the same way right we you know through our emotions right emotions being like energy and motion uh which again when you study physics this is not just some spiritual mumbo jumbo physics says we are energy beings right when when the energy leaves our body right it stops being animated you know but while it's here that energy or emotions are the energy and motion right it it it, it uh is the fundamental way that we exp- that we express life, right? If you're angry, you express anger. If you're happy, you express happiness, right? So we are the receptors, like we are Mother Nature, uh, um, and what we feel, we express in life, right? I keep looking over at you, Steve. This is a bad habit. That's okay. That's all right. I I look right into the camera there, and <laughs> and, and you look right into that camera right over there, and 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 we'll all get along. We'll all get along. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I always look at um, that that when you make an investment, it's it's like planting a seed, mm-hmm. and when uh, when the investment grows, it's 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 creating roots. It's creating uh, whether it's a plant or a tree. I always like to look at it as a tree because trees last longer than plants, mm-hmm. and. That's so. That's kind of that mother nature. When you had mentioned mother nature on your your podcast, that that uh, it's like okay, you're uh, uh, you're putting a you're putting a dollar into uh, into this stock, and that becomes your seed. And as the stock grows, your roots and your tree is starting to take shape. Mm-hmm. And trees take a while, don't they? Take a while, yes. And you and you and if you go stand and look at the tree and try to observe the growth and force it to grow through will like you find out it doesn't work right? yeah the yeah tree grows I, when you're not looking I, how many times and literally i have planted trees in my yard and you 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 the <laughs> the most impatient tree i ever grew was a bonsai a bonsai mm. you, and i i i wrapped uh, I wrap the branches like you're supposed to do, which kelp helps keep them tiny. And and I'd go out there every day and I'd look at it. And finally, it's like, you know, I, I killed it. <laughs> I sold too soon or mm-hmm. I sold when it was low or uh, what have you. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I l- have literally looked at trees and, and, and I go out. Uh, I do this currently with my lemon tree. When are my lemons going to ripe, ripen? <laughs> And 
so I, and I assume that that metaphor plays into the investing it, it, process. It, of, it plays into the invest. Is the, the best part about the like if you in the investing process, if you can, if you can maintain a state of faith in the future that things always work out over time, right? And and there's even though the old life, right? If you can like the old life that comes tumbling down, meaning like the old economic ideas that that die. Right. But we also have new economic ideas. So that's like faith in the future or like life. Um, you maintain that feeling in, in the in the in the expression of new life, even though you may not fully understand it. Uh, you maintain patience. Right. And you ain't, and then you maintain uh, the discipline to stay in in those emotions. You can enjoy the process yeah. because, because then you're no longer. Uh, you you can easily deal with fear when it comes because you're like, all right, this fear is irrational because like the future is undefeated and patience is undefeated. And then when greed comes, you can say, oh, patience says there there's no short term ways. Like staring at the tree is not going to make it grow faster. And then you can like enjoy the the gardening process, right? You can you can appreciate the beauty, right, while it's unfolding, and that state allows you to. We talked we talked about it offline. When I did some of podcast was um, when you're when you're in that 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 good emotional state, you actually can see and be aware of what's happening, right? When you're not, you're resisting, right? Yeah. When you're in the impatient, greedy mode, like you're you're resistant or you're blocking yourself from good long term opportunities. And then when you're in the fear mode, like you're resisting like the opportunity of buying something like Bitcoin, right? At Nineteen thousand, right? Or being joyful if it goes to ten thousand, because you're like, because you haven't forgot <laughs> what the future value of Bitcoin is likely going to be based on what you understood before you were afraid. So, so, so you actually are able to think in reverse, and you can rejoice in Bitcoin coming down, right? Because you're like, yes, I'm putting money in. That's right. That's right. It goes on sale when it, it goes it, down. It goes on sale when it goes down. Faith, optimism. And, and just watching the tree grow. Watching the tree, appreciating the beauty of life. You mentioned, I want to take a second here, about um, the fact that you no longer do cold calling. And uh, so kind of switching topics here for a second um, with the magic of podcasting. And you want to take a, a minute or so? We've got, we got about a minute left. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, so like podcasting is another example of being open, being open and in, in a good feeling, right? I think... If you listen to your feelings and you're cold calling, your feelings are telling you, right, this is not working the way it used to. And and then you look at all these people. I'm like an example. And I'll tell my other friends who are in sales or sell, hey, do a podcast. You, you could change some of that time. Use it towards podcasting. You can still, the people who are on your call list, you can call an interview and build relationships, right? You can spread your message of what you would normally would have spread when you're asking for a 15-minute call by phone. And this stuff lives evergreen and it works while you're not working. And the same faith you got to have in cold calling, right, that you're going to run to somebody who needs it, is the same faith that you have in podcasting. It's just different. And and a lot of people are resistant to it because they'll see and they'll say, yeah, Philip, but this only works for you. No, like what you're not <laughs> understanding is like this is making a like just about everybody who leans into it and has faith, patience, and discipline, like it's a lot of folks making money doing podcasting. A lot. Like way more than what um, 
you could ever believe. And with podcasting, that same information that you are going to put out there in a cold call can go into your podcast. But you and we had talked about this uh, last week, uh, I think off the air, that um, a cold call may not necessarily go to someone who wants your information, whereas a podcast, someone has come to your podcast and they've clicked on it because they do want that information. Absolutely. Absolutely. So it's more, uh, it's more client specific than, than a cold call. And yep. plus, you know, being hung up on it is not fun. Yeah. And it's less intrusive, right? I mean, you know, you, you, I think when you cold call, you start from putting somebody in a bad emotional state versus if they're coming to your podcast and then you're dropping nuggets, like you're, you're, you're doing feel good, feel good, feel good, feel good, feel good. So when they meet you, you've made them feel nothing but good. And it's not like the, I can't tell you how different my sales process is relative to what it was when I was cold calling. I'm not moving through resistance. That are like they came to the podcast. Sure. So it's feel good, feel good, feel good, feel good. Here's my money. Right. I'm <laughs> <Yes>. oh <laughs> that's know? right. Yeah. And that's the important part. <laughs> if someone wanted more information about how they can stop cold calling, how can they reach out to Philip Washington? Best way is philipwashingtonjr.com. I got some free uh free lectures on there. Uh, and then some lectures you can buy. That's a useful tool and our email is there as well. That's Philip Washington, Jr. He is the Chief Investment Officer for Stonehill Wealth Management. And uh, you can also reach out to him at philipwashingtonjr.com. We do this every Friday. Philip, let's do it again next week. Thanks, Steve. We appreciate you listening to the About Mansfield Consumer Advice Series. By the way, if you own a business and you are interested in being a part of the Consumer Advice Series, if you have the knowledge to give information in 10-minute increments, to the consumers, shoot me an email to info at aboutmansfield.com. Again, that is info at aboutmansfield.com. We'll tell you how we can get you all set up. Appreciate it. We do it again next week right here on the podcast.